0: And now, here's your host, Nutrition Network Advisor, and author of The Nourishment Mindset, Dixie Huey. Happy Transformation Tuesday, y'all. You know, sometimes in life, transformations are uh, on the fly. This episode is coming to you from I 95 North from the passenger seat in our family truck. I have my husband driving, thank you Patrick. Got my mom in the front seat, my kid next to me, my dog literally on my feet, he's 120 pounds, and Fletcher's new fish, Brian, riding shotgun. So we're a little bit crowded here. This is just one of those times, as I said, where we're making decisions on the fly. We had what one of my best friends, who will be a guest on a future episode, her name is Dr. Elizabeth Moran. She is gonna be discussing women's health later this fall, but it's what she calls a blowtorch week. Oh my goodness. So first, Fletcher had a suspicion of appendicitis and we went to not one, but two ERs. Thank goodness he was fine, just a gastro thing. Then we learned that one of Fletcher's favorite people, and our family's favorite people, his grandpa, has been so sick because he has a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer, so quite a blow. So we've been wanting to get up to see him as soon as possible. Then we had Hurricane Ian start brewing. The schools closed and we decided, you know what, this is a sign we're just gonna get off the island and get north to visit. And I must say, we were getting gas the last little blow, and the truck engine light came on, but the people on our Marco Island, Island automotive got us right back on the road. So huge cheers to them. So what in the world does this crazy story have to do with the nourishment mindset? Well, I say everything. First of all, the people that we love, our family and friends, are an incredibly important source of nourishment and joy to us. People are prime. Secondly, we had only a couple hours to prepare to get out of there because the longer you wait, the worse the traffic's going to be, etc., etc. So we needed to think fast regarding food. As you might uh, guess, I don't do fast food, as in McHale, no. So, for, I have a lot of experience with this. Four years ago, around my 40th birthday, I felt a midlife crisis coming on. It was a lot like when, in my mid 30s, I had this uh, midlife must have a baby fever hit. And it was Dr. Elizabeth Moran who said, well, you're gonna be a mom, there's nothing you can do to make that go away. Boy, was she right, and I'm super happy about that. In the case of my midlife crisis, I figured, well, if I'm gonna have one of these and it's gonna come anyway, I'll at least have a cool one. And this is essentially how we sold our home, most of our stuff, bought an RV, despite having zero RV experience, took Fletcher at a preschool, and left Camas, Washington for a year-long adventure that went in all different directions, north, south, east, west, across the Atlantic, not in the RV, of course. And that's how we landed in Florida, which, of course, we are fleeing at this moment from, we're currently in Georgia. So in this year on the road, we learned a lot, like how you put racing stripes on your RV in a gas station, You don't want to pull in quite as close as you think. We learned just how long it can take to drive 20 miles when your transmission blows out in the Rockies. How to interpret a Tennessee roadside assistant dude's grunts. He was grunting at me and pointing and I finally looked up under the tire he was fixing and noticed that I could see the inside of my RV. Apparently the grunts meant you're screwed. The best lesson of all though, in this very small sample of all the good times, was that you shouldn't assume that a car parked at a busy gas pump will ever leave. Our RV was hanging out in the middle of the road as we were waiting to get in the one spot that we knew we wouldn't put more racing stripes on the RV. We were about out of gas due to some unanticipated traffic. And I finally thought, well, I'll just go in there and drum up my Southern accent. Just see if they wouldn't mind asking that person to please leave. And I asked in my most polite Southern voice and I was told, nah. And I said, excuse me, is there any way no one can move that car? And he said, nah, sometimes the owner parks there when he goes next door to drink. What? It's Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. Yeah, so I got to help Patrick back out into traffic with the RV. It's a good time, but we survived. But, we also learned how to eat on the road. The benefit of having an RV is you have cold storage in your tiny fridge and you can cook indoors or outdoors. This time we needed to haul out of Florida so the RV stayed there. So, In today's shorter episode, I am bringing you road tips. Four eating on the road tips. The most important one is get a good cooler. Our Yeti is our bestie. You can fill that sucker with ice packs, food, keep it shut, and it'll keep your food cold. So you gotta advance, prepare That's tip two. Must have advanced preparation. Now yesterday, I only had a few hours to get moving, and we had to do a lot of stuff around the house. So what did I do? I didn't even have time to go to the store. I looked in my fridge. I grabbed all the cheese. I put a bunch of eggs on hard boil. I cooked up a bunch of meat. I pulled out olive oil, cream, any kind of fruits and vegetables, nuts, olives, you name it. They're all sitting in that cooler. This is not perfect, but it is perfectly healthy. By the way, I may have added wine. Tip number three, you need to learn where you can stop. We're going to be having to get gas a lot on this thousand mile each way journey we're currently on. What we learned in the RV is that there are certain gas stations that just tend to have better stuff. You want to try to find a Loves or a Pilot. These tend to also be great places to pull into with tons of room and big clean bathrooms. But the main thing from a nourishment mindset point of view is that these huge stores have some pretty passable nourishing items. You can find yogurt, fruit. You can even find actual milk or half and half for your coffee versus the uh, flavored stuff filled with yucco soybean oils and sugar. There's sometimes even fresh vegetables, you name it. They got hard-boiled eggs. There are certainly things that you can eat in these bigger gas stations. My fourth and final tip, as Travis literally tries to sit on my computer keyboard, is that think about where you're booking lodging. You can book a hotel that has a kitchenette or you can even do a, a VRBO type thing, Airbnb. It might cost a little bit more, But then you're able to go to a grocery store and cook up something in your lodging and save money. You also are not going to be consuming those harmful seed oils and a bunch of sugar that we have discussed in previous nourishment mindsets. So yes, it definitely requires advanced preparation and a cooler But I assure you, you will sleep better, you will travel more comfortably, and you will arrive healthier if you just take a few minutes to think about how I can nourish myself when I go on the road. And if you're not fleeing a hurricane, you might even have more time. And in that case, you can get really creative. We love our picnic pack, so I guess I'm adding a fifth and final tip. You can buy a picnic pack with plates, napkins forks knives all that good stuff maybe a wine opener for when you get to your destination but we love to stop at um, the rest stops and just pull out a picnic from that cooler I love doing bento boxes you can get those easy cheap on Amazon you can make it fun and you can actually get some fresh air while you're eating Uh, which for these long drives and long days is uh, really good. Maybe even do some stretching, some light yoga. I don't know. You don't have to get too crazy, but y'all get the drip. So anywho, sorry about any background noise, but uh, the road is a loud place. I wish you all a wonderful week. If you happen to be in Florida or the storm path, I send um, regards your way, and I hope all is well thank you for listening. If you have any show requests, tips, feedback, you name it, find me on Instagram at nourishment mindset. Find me on LinkedIn at Dixie L Huey, or go to my private practice website, which is favorfat.com. There you can find my email address if you'd like to send me a note. And uh, we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Bye now.